What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Make It Work Podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. What's going on, everybody? How was your week? Horrible. <laughs> yeah, Morgan didn't have a great week. I had a better week than you did. I went back to work, but it was a lot easier than your week went. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, I'm just doing education, <laughs> so it really wasn't bad at all. I mean, there's some stupid shit because no one's ever done this fucking job before. So like they want one person wants me to do I have like two bosses and like one boss wants me to do something. and The other boss tells me that I'm not allowed to have access to it. So then I have to take my other boss's login and do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. I don't get paid to do this. I don't get paid anymore. But then I have to do this shit. So some of it's annoying, but it's way easier than being on the floor. Like so much easier. It's just dumb. Well, being the trailblazer in a new job that was just created for you to like make up <laughs> what what it means is more of a challenge than it sounds i think yeah it's a challenge but also you're ta- i had my book club with my er girls last week and a bunch of us have are either taking other jobs taking second jobs or like i'm in this new role and it was like everything else seems so easy after you've been hazed into thinking that work is supposed to be literal hell Right. Like other girls are doing like COVID clinics, like where they're doing swabs and shots. And she's like, I'm like pacing. So I feel like I should be yeah. doing something all the time. It's like one girl's sleeping another girl's watching Netflix and I'm cleaning because I have been programmed that I should be miserable. While I'm at work. Miserable and moving for 12 hours. Exactly. So that part, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's a different kind of difficult. I've just never had a job like this. Like I've never worked a real job, like how you worked in an office. I never had anything like that. Yeah. So that part's a little bit weird, but it's not and by any means. It's nothing compared to working on the floor. Yeah. I don't know how long I can <laughs> last mm-hmm. maintaining my own sanity and mental health and healthy sleep and healthy balance in life. It's a challenging time for uh, direct patient care hospital nurses right now. Yeah. All over the place. And now that people are quote unquote COVID recovered, they're still really sick and are facing a lifetime of health problems, which we are starting to deal with at my hospital at least. And then a just continually increasing, you know, acuity or you know sick sickness level yeah. of patients that just come into the hospital check in with each other because we're seeing a lot of um mental health problems leading to serious physical health problems with people right now i'm assuming this has finally taken its on a lot of people the isolation the changing ever-changing rules and uh, you know, it's hard to be adaptable in general, let alone for a full year of not knowing what's coming next. So hope everyone's doing okay. Yeah. And if you're not, tell someone. Tell someone. Yeah. Even if it's not, I mean, like we talked about that when I came back, I wasn't doing great, different yeah. reasons, but that's a really fucking hard conversation to admit that you're not okay. I know that. And it seems cool to be like the tough guy. But you got to tell somebody you're not okay. And then hopefully, it, you know, if you're in the position to be able to get professional help, I hope you do. But I know that's not accessible for everyone. Right. But yeah, tell people you're not okay so somebody checks on you. And 
we want you here. We do. We really do. And you can always reach out to us. I'm willing to accept a message. If you just need to tell somebody and talk, talk it out, you can message me anytime. Ditto. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. This, I mean, just not knowing what's happening next sucks. Right. And that sucks normally. And I just feel like it's a million times what, what the anxiety level usually is. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> and good news, the Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. The Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. Ooh, ooh, at Congrats. home. Mm-hmm. I'm very February excited. February 7th. Can't wait. We're having a party a at my mom's house. Away. I'll be working. <laughs> that sucks. I, I hate that for you. But you don't really probably care a whole lot about who's going, but... I don't, but I'm rooting for the Bucks because they're your team. Mm-hmm. I had a couple people I tell me that. honestly don't even know who they're playing. <laughs> uh, they're playing the Chiefs, which kind of sucks because they were going to play, like, it was the Chiefs and the Bills. And I like Patrick Mahomes, which is the Chiefs quarterback. And so I'm kind of a little bit sad we're playing them, actually, because my one of my girlfriends at work, Gabby, is a big Chiefs fan. And I was like, you can come to our house, but um, we're wa- we're... All in Bucks gear, so I don't yeah. know if you want to be there. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't need to go watch your team in the Super Bowl with a bunch of people who are cheering for the opposing team. Yeah, but the only thing is, though, she was like, we were talking, she's like, yeah, but I don't want to go to anybody else's, because, you know, like, ER people, we all hang out with other ER people, because we're exposed all the time to each other anyways. She's like, because nobody else is going to watch it. She's like, at least I know you would be watching. She's like, right. so I kind of want to hang out with you. She said, but at the same time, she's like, if you're doing something with your family, I understand. I was like, yeah. I'm a little sad that my dad's not here. That part just a little, just a little. Okay, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's hard because I think my dad would like my dad would have a very hard time with even with COVID, like not wanting to go tailgate in Tampa. Yeah, but um, but yeah. I wish I was throwing a Super Bowl party with him, but it's okay. I'll have him there in spirit. That would be fucking bonkers. He would throw a rage. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. No rules. No. I mean, and I I have told, I told Charlie, I was like, man, if I had like three phone calls to heaven, like I would have probably used one of them already to tell him when my life was falling apart a couple years ago. But like, I would totally use another one of these phone calls either now or next week. Because I just want to know, because he fucking hated Tom Brady. (laughs) He hated him so much. Yeah. And I'm really curious what he would think of like, okay, well, if he got us to the Super Bowl, are you feeling a little bit better now? Are we a little more forgiving? I think he would. It's like my dad, my dad has been a Flyers fan since uh, the early 70s. And we've had players that have been traded from other teams to Philly, of course, a hundred bajillion of them over the course of 50 years. But, you know, we got, you know, a player a few years ago, Yarmir Yager, who was in the league for 30 years or something ridiculous Mm -hmm. and my dad was like damn you know i love having him on this team and i fucking hated him (laughs) hated him for decades yeah every time we played whatever team he was on i just fucking hated that guy and now i'm so glad he's on our team i feel like i feel like your dad would have had a similar reaction where he was like shit i fucking hate that guy and then you know the first time he makes a good play you're like all right, well, 
he's using his forces for good, not evil at this point. Yeah, he did throw three picks in the NFC Championship, but it's fine. It's fine. Just as long as he doesn't do that shit at the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I don't know. It's also, maybe it's because he's in a Tampa Bay jersey, so I can't hate him as much. He seems a little less douchey, and I've had other people say that. Like, he just kind of, I don't know, I guess under Bill Bill Ocek or whatever the fuck that guy's name is in the Patriots, which that guy just has like bad energy and they've cheated before <laughs> and they just have that stigma. Maybe it's the sun. Maybe now that he's warm, he's less miserable of a human being. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, so we're going to can be a brutal place. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. But power to you. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited about that. I went back to work. I got to see my friends. So that made me happy. Good. Yeah, that's really it. That's all I, we really got that's going. The, that's the update? That's the update. Oh, yeah, we did. We're building a house. And so we went and talked to them and worked on that some more because we need to, you know, we're trying to get Williamson County to make sure that we can get Parker in the school that his now preschool that has therapy funnels into. Mm. So I want to go back to school, but we kind of need to make sure we have this house by the time he goes to kindergarten more. So I'm probably going to have to put back going back to school for another year. It's so fucking expensive. Well, honestly, does anyone need to be starting a new degree right now? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I just started that this just job. Just sounds horrible. Too. And I'm like, okay, well, at a year, like, because I we I'd have to apply and everything by March, and I just don't think, I don't think I'd be able like to know whether or not we could, because I don't want to have to take as much loans as possible. Yeah. And. Like I just knew at this job, so like adding in full time school on top of this job, I don't think I could do it. Not the move. Not the move. So one more year. Plus, I mean, like honestly, when you're an adult, like years go by so fast. So fast, painfully fast. Yeah, so fast. But yeah, so that's our update here. So we're gonna build a house instead. That's awesome. I'm stoked. I'm excited. I do love our house now, but we rent and it's honestly, we've already outgrown the space because we both are working from here and yeah, all that stuff. So exciting. I know. Congrats. Thank you. So, so far, a good week. Morgan had a really good idea for this week's episode. I'm kind of excited, but I also have no idea what the fuck she's talking about. So I'm going to let her take the lead on this one. Okay. So I'm really excited. Um, a lot of the feedback that we get from people who listen to the podcast is that they feel less like a weirdo, that they didn't realize people were thinking about and having conversations about the, you know, back of their mind shit that thinks they think makes them weird, but it's just normal shit that people don't really talk about very often. So true. A lot of stuff with sex, you know, being open about that, um, for some reason, that's still not a thing, especially with women. I don't know why. I don't either. You know, our opinions on things, how we live our lives, how we deal with um, intimate relationships and things like that. So I kind of took the feedback as, wow, you made me feel less like a weirdo. So here's why we are legitimately weirdos is kind of where I'm going with this. I got, and I had a lot. Morgan has only one thing. And I was like, oh, challenge accepted. Here's all the no. weird shit. I didn't <laughs> I realize she only had one. <laughs> I think there was a little bit of a miscommunication because I was thinking about like the one thing that I nerd out on and like am a borderline weirdo super fan for. And Stephanie, of course, 
took it as what are all the things that I do that are fucking weird? Let me make a list. <laughs> right. So she has kind of a list of things that make her weird, um, quote unquote weird. And I just kind of wanted to hop on here and geek out about one of my favorite things on earth. Okay. I want you to geek out first. Explain this to me. Okay. Which is MTV's The Challenge. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a reality television show okay. that started in, I don't know, probably the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. And it started as Real World Road Rules Challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was people from either Real World or the Road Rules show on MTV. I'm aging myself. And they would, you know, form teams and compete in challenges against each other and then vote people into an elimination and, you know, get down to like eight or nine people at the end completely and then run a final challenge. And then whichever team wins that challenge gets, you know, $100,000 to split between whoever's left over on the team. Okay. That's how it started. And it has just fucking evolves every year. I love it so much. Okay. So as I just explained it to you, it's, you know, people doing like run across a balance beam over a pool, right? That was like the challenge. Whoever can run over the pool and the balance beam the fastest wins, right? Mm -hmm. Little things like that. And it was all, you know, these people from old seasons of the real world. Road rules ended up being canceled, so then it was just real world challenge, and they just had these people against each other. And it was either, you know, two teams versus each other, and then at some point they would have, like, individual challenges, like everyone for themselves. A lot of the times it's pairs. Mm-hmm. And in the past, like, five or six years, they've had really good pairs seasons. So over the years, everyone, you know, people have gotten married and divorced from meeting on this television oh, show. Shit. People have gotten in, like, horrible fist fights and gotten kicked off the show. People have, you know, it's it's all these dramatic reality TV people, so they just, like, get in fights all the time and scream at each other. So they've had rivals seasons mm-hmm. where, like, if you got in a fight with someone, now they're your partner on the show. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Okay. Or exes. They've had a couple exes oh, seasons. Oh, fuck. So you're partnered with your ex. I can't imagine anything worse. Right? (laughs) They've had a couple of those. They've had like a couple exes and a couple's rival seasons. But it just evolves every year. Like right now it's pairs and they got to choose their partners. But then after eliminations, they, they want to leave their partner. They can like pick whoever else they want to be their partner. And they can just like fuck with each other all the time. And there were a few seasons like a couple years ago. So Zoe, my sister Zoe and I are really into the show. We watch, we've watched every season probably for the past six or seven years. And when we lived together, we would watch the episodes together. But now we just kind of talk afterwards because we have to record them and we just watch them whenever we can. But they kind of focused more on the, it was more of like a weird bachelor bachelorette scenario for a long time where it was like these bullshit challenges and then just the drama everyone was focusing on but i think the fans of the show are so insane and so vocal that they were really pissed off and they wanted like cool challenges to watch so they really stepped it up in the past few years and i actually really suggest watching it because they do the craziest shit there are people on the show that have been on it for years and years i've gone to i've listened to podcasts of the show I've gone to live tapings of podca- of podcasts of the show. I did not know this. 
I've gone to like a charity event where you buy like a VIP ticket and you like meet people from the show what? and drink with them. Morgan, I had no idea you'd done any yeah. of this. So there, one of the one of the most famous people from the challenge was this woman named DM who had ovarian cancer. And she was in remission the first time she went on the show. I don't think she lasted very long on that season. I think she, like, wasn't in really good shape and ended up getting kicked off or something. But then came back and she was, you know, in and out of remission on the show for years and years. And she had this, like, epic love story with the bad boy of the challenge, CT, who's literally still, like, he's on this season of the challenge. Everyone loves CT. Now he's, like, a dad. He's a literal married dad now. Yeah. (laughs) So he's, like kind of a doofus but he like fucking cracks someone's skull open on television like beats the shit out of people and then ends up like falling in love with this girl dm and she passed away a few years ago from like her third bout with ovarian cancer oh shit and that's the charity event that i went to was like for her charity like you know, buy a $75 ticket, all proceeds go to DMs, blah, 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 whatever. So I went with my friend from my old job, who was also like a super fan of the show. And we just got blackout drunk, like with the cast of the show. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I had no idea you had the sub interest. I'm your best friend. and <laughs> have no Wednesday fucking nights. idea. <laughs> and now I feel like I need to watch it to be able to know. On MTV, it's so good. I don't know that they do a, a really good job of, like, everyone's backstory on the show. Because I feel like the people who watch it, it's just the same group of people that have been watching it for the last 20 years. Yeah. Who know everyone that's been on the show and, like, you know, has seen everyone before. But now they have... At first, it was just real-world people. And then they... Um, started adding in Are You The One when Are You The One came out and it was like, you know, there was a real world alliance people and the Are You The One alliance people, but now they have like, there's someone from Survivors on the show, people from UK reality TV are on the show. Okay. Um, so people from all over the place, like uh, American Ninja Warrior people. Just random ass. Yeah, they just pull from all, all of these shows to come on the challenge and the prizes get bigger and bigger too. Like I was, there's two seasons on Netflix right now, really old seasons. And the one season is where DM and CT meet for the first time and fall in love on the show. So I suggest that one. If it's a really cute love story and another really old one with this girl on the show who ended up like, you can tell she's on the verge of like a horrible mental breakdown (laughs) and needs help. And then ends up like, years later on the show you're like she looks horrible and she ends up needing to leave to like get help it's a whole thing there's so many there's so much depth to this that's wild but anyway on the old seasons it's like you know ding ding oh we got a clue for the next challenge on our t-mobile sidekick right (laughs) (laughs) and like every challenge they're like oh you're gonna win this xbox 360 if you win this you know round or whatever yeah and the prizes are you know like a hundred thousand a hundred fifty thousand at the end to split with you know your whole team so you get you know twenty twenty five thousand dollars maybe in the end and now it's like you know a million dollars oh fuck the prize money is a million dollars because they just have like a loyal fan base and they've been able to build it up they must yeah and it's like 
They don't have any of the lame, like, um, very obvious sponsorship prizes that they used to before. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's, like, usually one male and one female winner, and they each win, you know, $500,000. Or it's, like, whoever just gets in first place gets the whole million. There's been, you know, twists and turns where at the end, if you have a partner, if you win with your partner, whoever, like, had the better score throughout the challenge can like take the money from their partner and they don't have to share it shit like that like they really just fuck each other over in the show it is insane it's insane and the challenges that they've been doing are so cool so cool like if there was any television show that i could go on it would be the challenge what if our podcast blew up being invited on the challenge oh my god i would shit myself i would shit myself publicly to get on the challenge like if you want me to shit myself the challenge and to get on the show like i'll do it i'll videotape myself shitting morgan k i want to do it. endorsed will shit herself <laughs> to be on your tv show they just do the coolest stuff they fuck each other over there's you know romance manipulate like it's just it's really great <laughs> it's making me think like a fear factor merge with the bachelor is the vision i'm getting so you have like the drama and cattiness i never watched the bachelor before and charlie loves the bachelor and got me into the bachelor and now we're super but you can't you have to watch it with people you can't watch it alone and we make brackets like the nba playoffs like we have brackets of who we think is going to make it to the end that's so funny yeah (laughs) it's it's like interactive the people all have you know social media accounts that they Mm -hmm post dirt from the seasons from or whatever and apparently they're doing apparently like allegedly per the you know challenge gossip people that have all the intel on social media who i don't follow because i don't want spoilers for the episode but once i've watched an episode i'll go and like look and see what people are up to Mm -hmm. i'm that intense about it i'm like i don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know until i can watch it yeah they have a cast in quarantine right now it's like an all ogs cast so people, some people that have been on recent seasons, but some people that haven't been on seasons since like 2005. Oh shit. Are all coming back to do like an OG's season. There's been spinoffs like Champs versus Stars, like people who've won the challenge versus like Olympic athletes on MTV. Oh fuck. Yeah. Lolo Jones right now, the Olympic American sprinter track and field is on this season of the challenge. That doesn't right seem now, very fair. Airing at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays <laughs> on MTV. <laughs> we didn't get paid by these fuckers, okay, guys? This I is not I, an ad. I love it. I really do. And it's my it's the one it's my one thing that makes me a complete fucking dork. I have people on the show that I fucking hate my sister and i are usually on the same side we're like this motherfucker like we hate them yeah i've never met this fucking person in my life i fucking hate them right and then there's people that i've never met that i'm like if this person doesn't win i will never watch the show again you know yeah i'm very passionate about it yeah and i think my sister and my friend from my old job are the only other two people i know that give a fuck about the show. I don't know how it's still on. I don't know anyone else that watches it. I literally have never heard of it. I had no yeah. idea that you did any of this shit. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did do it. And I wish people shared their shit like this because I don't know about you. Well, yeah, I do know about you. I prefer weirdos. I prefer people yeah. who don't pretend to be cool or 
sometimes things like, okay, I always thought The Bachelor was stupid. And then if you view it as a comedy, completely different fucking ball game. Totally different ball game. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't like people who don't like things to be cool or who just tr- pretend to be cool all the time. I prefer to know the weird shit about people, honestly. Plus, having a conversation with someone who's talking about something that they're really passionate about, even if you don't understand what it is, like just being like looking at your friend or someone that you care about, someone that you love and like watching them get all excited talking about something, whether or not you know what it is. I think it's just endearing to have these kinds of conversations with people. And I'm putting it out there because if anyone wants to talk about the challenge with me, I really, (laughs) I cannot get enough of it. Okay, now I feel like I need to watch it, but I also, the way you're talking about it, I feel like I won't have any idea what's going on. Like, it's like a niche market. It is. That's what I was saying. I feel like they don't give enough background information on all of the cast members because, Mm -hmm. you know, there's like rivalries between people that they're like, oh, I don't like this person. Like, you know, I'm voting them out. And then they show, you know, a clip from a year ago of like an argument that they had or something. And it just, you know, to, to follow the course of the television show, as far as like the premise of the show and strategy and people's athletic ability, you don't need to start from years back and watch it. Mm -hmm. But if you like, if you want to know why people are pulling the moves that they're pulling, like based off of, you know, a years old rivalry or like, well, they eliminated me five years ago in the duel and now I'm going to take them and like eliminate, I want to eliminate them. I have a vendetta against that person. So I honestly don't know how to watch episodes like old seasons because MTV's MTV's website is really hard to navigate. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably have to buy them, which is total bullshit, but I will say there are two seasons on Netflix right now, really old ones, where the challenges aren't very <laughs> challenging, Yeah, but cast members from the seasons that are on Netflix right now are still on the show today. That's still nuts. I can't think yeah. of another reality TV show. Other, I mean, I guess like Housewives continue season to season, but it's not yeah. really like a challenge. I can't think yeah, of people like keep coming back to this show big time and they're intense about it. They train outside of the television show for it so that they're in good shape. You know, there's a there's a they usually have a few swimming challenges throughout the course of the show and people like can barely tread water their first season and then they like go pay for swimming lessons so that they can compete better the next time. Yeah. Cuz it's a shit ton of money that they're playing for. And the other thing I'll say, and I'll wrap it up, is like the the two seasons on Netflix are like cute and funny, but the final challenges, you know, people they say they're hard or whatever on the show. It's like you know, run ten miles, and you know, every two miles there's a puzzle or an obstacle that you have to compete before you can keep running. That's kind of the gist of the final challenges. And now, the past few years, these challenges are like, climb Mount Everest in a bikini and don't sleep. Or it's, that's like, it's that's not actually like the challenge or whatever. Yeah. But comparatively, like their two-day 
obstacle courses practically like up and down mountains where they have to compete to be even able to sleep that night they like they really fuck with them yeah and it is actually really hard it looks really hard i just think it would be so cool to like do all the things that they're doing and then there's always a couple people that are like i'm not jumping out of that airplane it's like then why'd you go on the fucking show why'd you go on the show like jump out of the fucking airplane or i'll jump out of the airplane like why would you go on if you're not going to do the cool things that they want you to do yeah. oh. oh 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 one more thing yeah. <laughs> there is like a very obvious like early 2000s anti-mental health and like very misogynistic vibe to the show from years and years ago and they have almost fully evolved from there at this point there have been people who's like who are like i can't take the stress i need to leave and they'll quit the show like halfway through they can't take the drama with people they can't take being away from their families things like that and it was always like fuck you if you're gonna quit that was the the vibe from the show probably up until this season honestly yeah it was like we don't like quitters we don't invite quitters back to the show that kind of thing yeah and if you're gonna like not compete in a challenge because you're afraid of heights like why'd you go on the show in the first place kind of a thing yeah but you know if you're feeling bullied or having like mental health problems they still call you a quitter right and then they make fun of you for leaving so this season there was a guy on the show who left for he didn't say PTSD, but the symptoms he was describing were pretty much PTSD. Like he lived in a group home at one point and just felt like he was back in a group home again, like living in a house with 30 other people. He's like, I can't, I'm not sleeping. You know, he was just having a hard time. And he left like in the middle of it. And the host of the show and everyone was like, I fully support their decision to leave. Your mental health comes first. That kind of thing. Yeah. So they've definitely evolved there. And there were two cast members. I think Kenny was the one guy. And I forget who the other one was. But they allegedly and probably because they were like macho frat boy douchebags. Played a fucked up prank on a mentally ill woman in, on the show. It, it was of a sexual nature and it was fucked up and they've, they've been, they were immediately banned from the show like forever. They weren't allowed back, but there is like a definite fucked up macho frat boy douchebag vibe from a couple of the people yeah. from earlier seasons. And, you know, when I was, you know, 17 and watching the show, it's like, haha, like, Oh, but like boys, whatever. And now I look back and I watch rewatch these seasons. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. These people are such assholes. Yeah. So with a grain of salt, if you're going to go back and watch because it was from early 2000s. Yeah. People were not as evolved as they are now. People weren't as aware of, you know, mental health as they are now. People were not woke yet. You know, people were not woke wasn't a thing yet when this show started. So, yeah, Gen Z, go see what we grew up in. And I just really love it. And it's fun to talk about. And it's fun to talk about the challenges they do. And if you're watching it now, I want Leroy to win. So who do you want to win? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's I I have nothing. I'll I will see if I can find it. I don't even we don't even have cable. I wonder if it's on Hulu. We have Hulu. 
I don't know if it's on Hulu. I haven't really looked. I just know they have the two seasons on Netflix, and then I don't even, I don't have cable. I log into my parents' Xfinity on my laptop, and I watch it there. There we go. Okay, that makes sense. So again, uh, I misunderstood. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to commit to it anyways. We love that about you. Yeah, uh, I I commit. I I don't have a lack of commitment. That's that's for sure. So my, one of my nasty, weird things, it's not videos. I love popping pimples. I know it's gross. (laughs) I, and Charlie has really good blackheads like on his back and stuff. And he even bought me for Christmas. Like, um. I might get sick. (laughs) No, he bought me like a headlamp thing. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can I tell you my dad has one of those for reading in bed? Because my mom doesn't like that. I use it to read sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's like, I would like, go in and say goodnight, and I'd be like, goodnight, and like be just met with a light in my face. <laughs> I do that to him all. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I'm like, it's so much better because I can see exactly what I'm looking at, but it's not yeah. super bright in here. Yeah. So, yeah, I do. I love doing that. I love popping pimples, and I don't do it on his face because I don't want him to scar. And I don't pop my own because I don't have scars, but I do love getting a good blackhead. It's like one of my favorite things i will watch videos on youtube of people like plucking ingrown hairs out mm-hmm. and i've seen like my favorite kind of blackhead videos are like when people kind of dig into someone's pore with the really really tiny scissors and just pull the blackhead or tweezers and just pull the blackhead out yeah but not popping it yeah so yeah i like to watch that but uh, and my mom is a pimple popper. She's like, ooh, you got a good one, like, on your shoulder. Let me get it for you. Yeah. She's a fucking weirdo like that, too. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like the videos as much. I like the act of doing it. And I don't <laughs> like a white head as much. Like, I'll get it. But I like a black head when, especially if, like, you get it and you think it's not going to be that big and then, like, a giant black head pops out. So that's one of my disgusting weirdo habits. I fucking okay. love it. And then I literally have a head like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I'm trying to think, oh, <laughs> I asked Charlie what my weird shit was. And he's like, you're like the CrossFit of skincare, as you saw in my last episode. He's like, you fucking yeah, talk you about you know it. about skincare. It's like, how does there space in your brain for <laughs> your life, your job, and all of the fucking skincare? Like you, everyone. She didn't have a list in front of her last week when we did the skincare episode. Everything that she suggested to us was from the top of her fucking head. The name, the product, what the ballpark price was. She's not fucking around. (laughs) Well, the reason that I can do shit like that is I have ADHD. And I, I didn't know. Have I told you how I got diagnosed? I don't know. Okay, so I was like 25, and actually I thought I had a hearing problem, and I went to go have my hearing tested because I was in a code, and I was a recorder, and I take my job very seriously, I'm really good at my job, and I've been told multiple times to have my hearing evaluated, and I was like, fuck you, I'm not wearing a hearing aid, and um, I missed a med when I was recording, like someone happened to bring it up, and I was like, oh, I don't have that. And I had missed like one of the doses while I was recording, which is not good. And I was like, okay, if it's infecting my, if, uh, if it's affecting my job, I'll go get it looked at. Yeah. And so I went at a hearing test and they're like, hey, you don't have a hearing problem, but like everything you're describing, typically we have people who have more of an attention problem. I actually cried because I was like, no, 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 like that's not, 
what I have. Like, that's not my issue. Like, I got good grades. Yeah. Very good student. And they're like, okay, I'm telling you, like, everything you're describing and you have no hearing issues. You have this. Right. So I went, I got diagnosed. And um, I, she's like, so did you have problems? And a lot of it is like, I, I got in trouble all the fucking time growing up for talking. Right. And your grades were always good. Always good. And I studied really hard and they would get, I'd get in trouble because I would, I would be talking, but then they would ask me a question. I could answer it. Right. And show that, show the teachers up. They don't like that. They did not like that at all. And I'm sure I was a pain in the ass because I didn't shut the fuck up. And I just (laughs) was, I just like, I had a lot of energy and I enjoyed people and I was busy and I've learned like a lot of shit that I do is ADHD related. I've actually learned that on TikTok. I did not get my diagnosis. I've been, I was diagnosed like probably a year after I graduated college. I think I was like 25-ish. But a lot of shit that I do that I thought no one else did ends up is related to that. So like if you, I'm not saying it's self-diagnosed. I also know it's hard to get a diagnosis, but like if you do these things, um, medication does help. <laughs> but also I have that same thing where I don't want to take it because I feel like I lose my sparkle and I'm not as funny or enjoyable to be around. Hmm. I don't know if that's true, but that's how I feel. <laughs> but like one of the things is like food fixations, like like how I pick one food and I eat that. Yeah, fruit roll-ups. Fruit roll-ups. Currently, it's still fruit roll-ups. Like I fixate on that food. I don't want anything else. I also do that with subjects. Like I enjoy skincare, so I will study that so much but then charlie will try to explain to me for 15 minutes like stock shit eat the rich buy the GameStop stock. (laughs) charlie had GameStop stock too he made some money but like he had lost money and so his option like cut out and if he wouldn't know what that means okay basically (laughs) if his if he wouldn't have cut his losses which is like 500 600 dollars he would have made 127 thousand dollars jesus yeah all I know is like, fuck that. That sucks. <laughs> I would have gotten to go back to school and we wouldn't have had a problem with the house, but whatever. It's right. fine. But yeah, so I, but like he'll try to explain shit for, to me. I can't give him, like I try so hard and I will listen, but like I don't retain any of it and I can't care. Like I care <laughs> that it's important to him and I will give him my attention, but like right. I will not retain any of that information because I don't give a shit. Okay. Hmm. So, so that's another thing. Oh, and I don't do well with background noise. If we're at a restaurant and it's like music is playing. Yeah. I've always struggled with that. Like I, or like the TV's on and we want to talk or like in the car. A lot of people want to have music on and talk and I can't do that. Okay. So I struggle with that a lot too. Is that because you feel like you have a hard time hearing the other person? Like when there's background noise? Yeah, which is weird because if I'm like studying. But it's not a physical hearing problem. Mm-mm. And I thought it was like, I think it's harder for me to like focus on words. Now, if I'm doing something, I love a background noise. Like I like having the TV on or like listening to a podcast and working. But like if I'm talking to you yeah. and like someone's playing music, it's hard for me to filter out that shit. Like I I get really into it, which I know like most people would want it and don't like white noise. But I hate when you're at like a party and they have really loud music on, but then at the party where you're talking to people, yeah, I get really anxious because I can't really retain what you're saying because of the background noise. And that's an ADHD thing? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh. I thought that's why I always thought I had a hearing problem. Like I always just thought it was related to like the noise, like that I couldn't hear you. But it's right. more of like an attention issue. Like 
I'm not good. I'm having a hard time focusing on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. I want to like, and I get annoyed because I don't want to listen to that music. I want to listen to you. But then if I'm physically doing something, like if I'm coloring or working or, you know, like writing something, then I prefer to have my brain entertained and like have a noise on. But okay. not if I'm talking because I want to talk. I, obviously, we have a fucking podcast. <laughs> I fucking love talking. Right. But yeah, so that's something weird I do. I'm trying to think. Huh. Oh, I also, because we talk about sex all the time, this is something I thought I was weird about, but ends up as biological. (laughs) So I like to have sex at night. Like, I'm definitely, I don't like the word horny, but I'm the most turned on (laughs) from, like, 7, 8 p.m. on, right? Okay. Charlie's time is usually in the morning, and I'm like, don't fucking touch me, I just woke (laughs) up. I don't feel sexy, and I, I don't, this is, it's light outside, like, I don't want to and we've had to compromise and do like dinner time <laughs> most of okay. the time because at night time he's like it's time to sleep right <laughs> and i don't want to be bothered in the morning so yeah so ends up but that's actually pretty normal because women typically are the most turned on at night i don't, don't remember what it was maybe it is your testosterone but your levels are higher at night whereas men's testosterone levels are highest in the mornings is that like a circadian rhythm thing so like if i work night shift i would be more turned on at like what's my night time mm-hmm, like when you're winding down from your day okay Okay, not actual nighttime. Yeah, because it'd probably be more based on like what your body's in rhythm of. So like when you wake up versus when you go to sleep. But right. also it's probably why working night shift and switching back to day shift probably fucks you too because right. you're all over the place. I mean, I I remember working night shift, everything. I, wa- I was so goddamn hungry at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Always. I always yeah. wanted to eat. I would wake up and eat. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that, mm, I don't miss it at all. I'm not jealous at all. But yeah, that's some of my weird things. I don't think I have... I'm trying to think if I have like a TV show. I like The Bachelor, but mostly because I like talking shit. Like if people took it seriously, I would love to watch it with some of my girlfriends, but if they took it really seriously, I couldn't because I'd literally make fun of them the whole time. Like fuck Victoria if you watch the season. Oh God, she's a nightmare and I love when they make her angry. Is she the teeth one? No, no, I'm not talking like this. Yeah, I that girl. I was talking that Charlie that I was like... Entertaining men for money. Yeah. I see that on TikTok. That's Anna. I was like... Um, <laughs> what is happening? And she just, I was like, Charlie, when she, it sounds like mean when she doesn't talk, she's pretty. Yeah. And then she talks and you're like, what is happening? Yeah. And she also just has like a stank face and I have resting bitch face. So I try not to talk mad shit, but like she has horrible facial expressions. Huh? And I actually really like Katie. She's the one who came in with a vibrator <laughs> day one. And of course we watched the, uh, like that thing with Charlie's mom here. And I was like, I like her. And she looked at me. I was like, well, that's funny. I'm sorry, that's funny. I was like, I don't know if she's going to win, but that's funny. And she's like the one who like stands up to people and is like, hey, quit talking shit. She's not here to defend herself. Right. So I like her a lot. She's like a normal person. Yeah, she seems, I was like, she'd be like me, except for I, I'm confident in my vibrator use. I don't know that I'm confident enough to do that. No. But I respect it and I like Katie. Um, And then I like Abigail. She's the one who is partially deaf. Mm. Yeah, and she's super cool. I fucking hate Kit. And Victoria, and I think Mary is low-key mean, or Mari or whatever. She just, again, she's RBF, but, like, I just see her plotting. I don't know any of these people. Yeah, sorry. So. And did I ever tell you what my mom and I, our routine with The Bachelor was when growing up? I think we talked about this, but I don't remember. So my mom would let me stay up late on Mondays <laughs> to watch the last five minutes of The Bachelor. 
So we could see the rose ceremony and then watch the losers cry, get in the limo and cry. Right. Which is really fucked up. They totally changed this season. And I've only watched, like I said, for two seasons, but they used to, like you said, every episode at the end was a rose ceremony. Yeah. And now they fucking cut the episodes to where the episode from last Monday, which we finally got to watch last night because this week has just been crazy because it's fucking two hours of television. It's a whole movie. Yeah. And so they like started on a group date, but then the week before they'd already been on a group date on a one-on-one and then they had a rose ceremony and then they went on another group date. So it's like, it doesn't, it's a flow is fucking weird. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. They do that sometimes with a lot of shows like that, where it's like in the challenge, they do it sometimes where they have the people who are going to be competing in the, in the elimination round. And then they don't show what the result of the elimination round is until the next episode. Fuck that. That's so annoying. Which is really annoying. But great television. Great television. You're right. So we would last, we would watch the last five minutes of the challenge and my mom and I would laugh at the women. Oh, the bachelorette. You mean? Crying. Yeah. The bachelor. Yeah. And my mom would be like, never, never be like one of these women. (laughs) We would shame, shame them. Cry on the inside like a winner. That's what my family says. Or like, you know, don't get attached to a man after meeting him twice yeah well they this season i don't know like the batch he's cute he's tall which i i'm obviously more into right but he's not like anything special and some of the women on here are like insanely beautiful and they all are like i just i love everything about him and he's like i want you to open up to me like this whole thing is to be vulnerable and then he's like we got really deep on this date and she just talked about being like a fucking teacher and I'm like, oh Charlie, if they heard our phone calls in the beginning, like we yeah. were having like philosophical talks and like a meaning of life within like two weeks of meeting each other. Right. And these people are like, I just want my kids to have everything that they need. And I'm like, Which I, yes, obviously, I fucking love teachers. Do not get me wrong. But like that my teacher friends talk about that, like on their Instagram stories. You know what I mean? Like right. these are that's the most important thing in their life. But I wouldn't say that's vulnerable. Like that's their passion. It's not a revelation. No, it's not like, hey, what's your... Because also, mm, here's another weird thing. I love knowing your shit. What fucked you up in life? Like, what was your trauma? (laughs) You know, are you in therapy? What are you working through? That kind of shit. Like, those are the conversations I want to have. Like, I want to know, like, who fucked you up? Are you working through it? What residual issues do you have? That's vulnerable for me. Yeah. But I'll ask you that at a fucking party after two glasses of wine. Like, I want to know, did your parents love you? (laughs) That's what I'm looking for vulnerability-wise, not, I don't know. So that part's... (laughs) I I just love my... It's like like a one question, like a one-word answer. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a teacher. Wow, I feel like I really got to know you. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what it is. I can't stand it. I can't watch that show... I get really bad secondhand embarrassment from it. I know we talked about it, and I can't get through it. It's so funny. They, they, this Victoria girl pretends like she's a queen. Like you know, how they have their jobs that show up underneath their names. Yeah, it's like Victoria Queen. Oh my she's, god, she's a female douche. Okay, like that's the only word I have for her. She's a douche. And then this girl came in because you know the producers purposely douche kind of like they had last season victoria used to i fucking hated victoria too they did chase rice and they had this day where she went on this one-on-one date and then chase rice was performing at the end and she had to like make out with Pete and dance in front of her (laughs) ex-boyfriend 
So, but it's funny because they suck. So, well, there's also there's the show. I forget what network it was on, but it's called Unreal. Oh <gasps> yes, it's such a good show. We're in season two of it right now. Really? Yes. It's and I love that show because it's like the behind the scenes people of a show like The Bachelor and how they manipulate all the people that are on the show to get the outcome that they want. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I okay not in that she's a shitty human being but Gwen's sense of humor on there makes me think of you because she kind of <laughs> talks like a dude almost like where she's like stop thinking with your dick asshole like she yeah. just like her sense of humor sometimes makes me think of you when we're watching it they're so funny on that show they they're are brutal they're brutal they're brutal. monsters honestly yeah. they're like let's bring in her abusive ex-husband yeah 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 it's really fucked but yeah I do um I do. We're watching that show right now. I fuck. I like, but it's also confusing because the Bachelor's on right now. So then I think sometimes that the drama gotta, I watched on that. Don't mix those two things up. That will ruin the Bachelor. The yeah. Bachelor for you. Yeah. So that's a little been a little bit confusing because, like, really, that's the only TV we've been able to watch is like that show and the Bachelor. And I'm like, did this happen in the Bachelor or is that something from Unreal? But <laughs> it's still a really good show. It was. I don't take either of them seriously enough that it's a problem. So right. But yeah, I don't know. I don't have any. Shows like that. I do. I would say skincare. Like Charlie said, I'm like the CrossFit of skincare. Like I love to talk about it. And if you tell me that you want help with it. Oh, heaven. Yes. Yeah. Let me help you. Let me teach you. Yeah. That's one of the things that also made me think of the theme, if you will, for this episode, because I was like, how does she have space in her brain for like for all of the shit that we just talked about in that episode? It was also my job, and you know, like, I take whatever I'm doing. Right, but it's not only that, stuff. Like, you gave us an education on love languages. You gave us an education <laughs> on the Enneagrams. You've, you know, you go above and beyond with all of this shit, and, like, the only space that I have in my brain after working for a week and being in a relationship is watching MTV's The Challenge Wednesday nights at 9 p.m., <laughs> Eastern Standard Time on MTV. <laughs> but you also remember what time it's on. I couldn't tell you what time The Bachelor actually starts because I have no con. I also know- I have no concept of time. I'll think I did something for 15 minutes and I'd be like, you were in there for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? I-, I was like, oh my God, that was so long. He's like, we were there for 30 minutes. I was like, there's no way that was only 30 yeah. minutes. I was like, that had to have been three hours. He's like, you have That's zero. In any, in any Home Depot or Lowe's, like I walk into Lowe's and I immediately feel like 10 years have gone by and I need a nap. I fucking hate those stories. <laughs> That's, a- That's a- probably another weird, I have zero grasp, but I also do that to people. Like when I'm with them, they're like, I don't understand. Like, what time is it? They're like, what the fuck happened? Like, Charlie said, ever since I started dating you, he goes, I lost. He's like, I used to be very good at being on time and having yeah. a grasp for time. He's like, and then you came into my life. He's like, I have no fucking idea what time it is. It's like three yeah. in the morning. And I'm like, how? Why are we awake? I'm like, I don't know. We had a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I mean, I'm late, but anyone who loves me knows that I don't do it intentionally. I think. I hope. It's not a great quality. <laughs> what? Is this a PSA? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't mean to. I promise. Like, I respect your time. I just don't respect myself enough to be on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all it That's is. It. I have to set timers. For, like, now that I go to meetings... 
I have to set a timer on my phone or else I'll get absorbed into what I'm doing because I either can't focus or I hyper focus. Right. But yeah, I do love learning. I'm such a nerd. Like the Enneagram stuff, I love it. So I like fucking, I guess it's kind of like a five then like that on the Enneagram. Like I do like a subject and then I go fucking yeah. all in on it. Mm-hmm. But but if you want to teach me something I don't care about, mm-mm. Mm-mm. no way no no way don't give a shit oh like i love ted talks if it's a subject that i care about yeah and i'll like like you said like i'll like take in podcasts about it and i will like absorb all the information i can and then i like to teach because that's what i like mm-hmm. to do but yeah that's probably about it and then i like to pop sets <laughs> disgusting <laughs> really it's it's a passion. <laughs> it's not a deal breaker as a friend, but it is something that I question. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like, that's my least favorite thing about you. It can be your least favorite thing about me, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has to have, like, there's, like, a list of things you like, and then a list of things you don't like, and that could be at the top of your don't like list. <laughs> as long as you're not coming at me. Okay. So only your mom gets to pop your zits? Only when they're hard to reach. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah, no, I don't fuck with people's face either. Like, that's rude. Yeah. No, I don't do that. I was not, like, I could do, like, an IND, but I was not properly trained enough to do, like, a blackhead on your face, really, unless we're doing chemicals that I don't do extractions on your face because I don't want to scar you. Yeah. I had, like, when I ran track in high school, really bad back knee, like, in the sports bra area, like between my shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. And my mom would attack me. Yeah. Attack me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And oh, another thing that my mom really loves, this is reminding me of it, is peeling sunburn. You are definitely not supposed to do that. But I do like, when like the sunburn doing it. gets really peely and there's like a flake of skin, mm-hmm. dried, like translucent skin hanging there, she'll like pluck it off. Have you given her those like baby foot things so that her foot feet peel? Yes, she loves them. Yeah, I was about to say she needs that. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is for a compulsive picker like myself. Incredible, can't yeah. recommend it enough. So funny, I love it. But yeah, that's that's the only weird things I can think about. I'm sure there's other weird shit about me, but you know, I don't have something like the challenge. I just have. Yes, you do though. I'm saying you have the skincare stuff. Oh yeah, you have the enneagrams. You have the love languages. The things that you know, relate to your life that you feel passionate about and that you research and look up. Like I follow these fuckers on social media. I go to events that they hold. Yeah. I watch their shows. I watch their spinoff shows. I watch their YouTube recaps. Like it's fucked up. It's not <laughs> fucked up. There has to the life sucks enough. You might as well find joy in something. That's how I feel at least. I'm like Yeah. There's so much shit that sucks that, like, if you find something that genuinely brings you joy, why not? Maybe that's, like, my all or nothing thing, but, like, I would want to take in everything I could about that thing, too. Yeah. It's not hurting anyone. No. So. I wonder what other people. I hope other people tell us weird shit that they're into. I fucking love that kind of stuff. I love, like you said, I love seeing people talk about what they're passionate about. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's all I have for the weirdo episode. I think that's all I have, too. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Boom. Done. I posted on social media twice in the past two weeks. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. 
Do we even need to promote anything besides the Instagram at this point? I don't think so. I don't have time to do anything else. (laughs) So pretty much the only thing that we have to offer you in terms of social media is on Instagram at Make It Work Podcast. We have other things, but neither of us have time nor the energy to maintain them. And at this point, why lie to ourselves and to you? Actually, no, the email, because what if there's people who want to call in and tell us their weird thing and teach about their weird thing? Okay, and we'll do the email. So make it work podcast at gmail.com if you want to tell us your weird thing. G- email us on, on Gmail or DM us on Instagram. Yeah, because I would love to have people teach their, like, the thing that they're passionate about. That would be fucking awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. So there's that too. We want to know. Yeah, tell us your weird shit. Give us something in- to enjoy and to find the joy in life instead of being so sad every week on here. I agree. Yes. All right, Mork. Bye. I love you. Love you. Bye.